Countdown to kickoff continues. The Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up in week three. Chris Myers has the call of the game on the NFL on Fox. And it's nice to speak with you. It's, you know, this whole TV change is a little different. We don't see a lot of the Fox crews, especially on an AFC game. There are no rules anymore, Chris. What's up? Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a wide open with double games on Monday night and Thursday on, on, on Amazon. And it's it has. It's affected the inventory the way we used to see it. But the you know, the, the playoffs will still have mostly uh, AFC on CBS, NFC on Fox, and then the Super Bowl. But even that could could shift and change with uh, with certain streaming devices. But, hey, it's a lot of money. Good for the NFL. It opens up more uh, viewing opportunities in different ways, I think, for fans to see games. But, I, you know, I'm originally from Florida, so I, I always enjoy, you know, getting getting back to Florida to, to do a game. But I actually did, you know, did the game last year with the Jags. It was it was a rough one for them when they went to Detroit. We were expecting big things, and then after that, uh, yeah, obviously they didn't play well in that game. And after that, they took off, and then and then really changed the uh, their their view nationally when they had that that playoff win and that comeback against the Chargers. You know that really was the wake up call down the stretch for this team last season. Uh, I'm it might be too early for that kind of wake up call, but last week. <laughs> Might qualify against the Chiefs when you don't score a touchdown for an offense that's so widely regarded coming in. uh, They've got to get it together pretty quick. Yeah, that well, shocking a little, and it is. It's only a couple of games, so the teams are sorting things out. But I I, I would say uh, this offense will come around, especially having – been around Doug Peterson and I I was the field sideline reporter when he was the coach with the Eagles and had that you know amazing run to the to the to the Super Bowl and title so it was a, was a part of that and around him and, and so I'm not surprised he's doing well uh with Jacksonville and his quick his quick imprint here but I I I would say the good news is the defense which which I think everybody has questions or at least did coming into the year even with all that talent right that they're supposed to have they've been very impressive when you and I, I think that's the positive in the Chiefs game uh, I'm just surprised because I don't think the Chiefs have an outstanding defense that that the Jags couldn't put up more points I mean I followed the notes I heard the comments about a week of practice and and that type of thing and and, and certain things that that didn't work out but uh, I, I would expect the offense to come around I mean I, I you know if the defense could keep playing like they're playing and, and improving because that's still on their uh, on their minds then that I think the Jags are going to be okay Chris Myers, NFL on Fox with us. You know, there's too many smart people around here for it to be that bad, right? I mean, Peterson, <laughs> Press Taylor, Mike McCoy is the quarterback's coach. Trevor has his say. I mean, at some point, and then all the, the wide receivers, I mean, they're going to figure this thing out. That's the at least the hope is if they can block it. That wasn't the that wasn't the you didn't get it that done last week. Yeah, JP, and I'm telling you, I just I I've seen that even doing preseason around the league, the offensive line. I know it's not a sexy thing to talk about, and you guys, you know, we cover it because we cover the teams. We're aware who's in and who's injured, and but but finding those, you know, those five solid offensive linemen that work in sync. That whether there's either a rookie learning or a veteran hurting, and and I just see that more and more with with the very good teams that that affects everything else, all the all the talented positions. So. Uh, if that comes together for uh, and, and, you know, we saw it last year. And I think there's some things, too, that I've seen Doug or offensive coaches do to take some of the pressure off, off offensive lines that aren't gelled yet. And that is a, a position coaches in the past, especially Parcells, got Bill Parcells. Guys have told me that 
that is the one unit that the, the five cannot, you know, individually cannot be great. But if they do things together and sync and do the right kinds of things, you know, you can overcome any any deficiencies, maybe more than some other positions where you're exposed uh, in a singular or, or, or a double position. So um, that's something to watch because you've got, you know, with Sheriff, you got Fortner coming along. I talk about smart guys, right? I think he's uh, how many degrees does Luke Fortner have? And he's getting three. more or something. So, uh, yeah. They, and, and then, yeah. So there's too many. It's just like us media guys. We know everything until it comes down to, to being on the field and playing it. Um, but but I would say that's that's a common thread I've noticed early in the, in the league. And you also see it you know, in the, uh, towards the postseason when the uh, regular season winding down, when there are injuries pile up at that position, it does affect everything else on the offense, no matter how talented your quarterback or receiver or running backs are. Chris Myers, NFL on Fox. How tough a climb is this for D'Amico Ryans in Houston? And it, it helps when you have a second and third overall pick to really jumpstart your franchise. Yeah, big leap for him. We we did their Colts game there. Uh, Robert Smith and I I called that, and I uh, they just there's an offensive line. They can't run the ball. I mean, it's and I know I know they have a, the Houston has this record historically against the Jags was a nine out of the last ten or whatever. But uh, this Houston team is going through a major uh, uh, transition, and, and D'Amico is a guy who you know could have had the Broncos job. Uh, told us, you know, I, I, I brought it up. He said, I, I wanted to, to come to Houston, not just because I played here, but I, I wanted to be a part of turning things around and creating that atmosphere, that successful atmosphere that was here once before. So uh, you can respect him for that. Defensive-minded coach brings Bobby Slowick over, offensive coordinator for the 49ers under the Kyle Shanahan tree, who's kind of a young first-time play caller learning on the job. But C.J. Stroud showed us something in, in the second half uh, – over 220 passing yards against the Colts, who have a very good defense, very underrated defense, um, with some talented players, uh, putting up some big numbers with without really any kind of a running game and, and running for his life the most uh, most of the time because of that 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 offensive line. And they have some skilled position players. So I thought we'd see a little more, and again, it's early, uh, and it's gelling, and they were missing their starting safeties. I thought we'd see a little better defense from from the Texans just because of the kind of coach D'Amico is and, and the way he works with his guys. But I, I think he's still finding his way with with who's healthy there uh, so they have they have a little bit of an opposite problem not that their offense is going to light it up but but Stroud can throw the ball uh, he's he's he, I mean I saw him in college do it and I was like yeah, it's NFL level um, he, he's a guy to watch uh, and, and and I think uh, with the right kind of support can be a star in the league if he doesn't get beat up and we talked about the Jaguars blocking it on the offensive line the Texans O-line is is down to like their second, third guy in places. And I think he's been hit 19 times this year, 11 sacks. Yes. I mean, that's, yes. that's hard to, that's, that's not good for the long term, but we'll see. Yeah, and, and not to interrupt you, but he, you know, his shoulder, he played through it. You couldn't tell. And we saw him at practice last week and, and he just took some reps off. He said the rest helped, but if he's already getting hit hard and has, you know, it is a throwing shoulder. He says he's fine this week already. Uh, but but again, that's yeah, that's that's something to watch. Yeah, they have like five. Uh, they're out of the third string center. They have like five or six linemen that are on either injured reserve. A couple of them are out for the year. Uh, and I do expect, and he was out last week, Tunsil to play uh, at left tackle, and he's their best guy on the line. So, uh, but we'll see how that goes and if, if that helps uh, Stroud or the running game because without the threat of a running game. It really changes the dynamic, and I mean, I you know, da- you know, Damian Pierce did a nice job last year. They added Singletary, who's got some pop, but there's just nowhere for those guys to run, and so the defense can be very one-dimensional because the offense is. But but Stroud was still able to put up some some numbers.